Hi there, welcome to the Pastor's Table. I'm so excited about these past episodes that we've been talking about social justice and how we as a church and people of God can respond to in these situations. In this particular episode, Pastor Jason brings up the scripture again from Luke chapter 18, when Jesus asks us, when he comes, will he find faith in the earth? Well, faith comes by hearing, do your best to hear. And we know that when you've heard words of faith, you'll take action. Get ready to take some action on God's word today. God bless you. I know you'll enjoy it. Welcome back to the pastor's table. We've been on a hot topic <laughs> the last few weeks. We've been talking about social justice and the church's place in the world when it comes to social justice and issues that we see. And last week, we started talking about a parable that Jesus taught in Luke chapter 18 about the unjust judge mm -hmm. and the persistent widow who was constantly going to the judge and demanding justice against her adversaries. And so uh, Jesus told that parable in contrast to who God our Father is. Because God, our Father, is just, mm -hmm. and He cares about people, whereas the unjust judge doesn't. And how the unjust judge represents the world's system of justice, mm -hmm. the world's system itself. It doesn't care about God, and really doesn't care about people, mm -hmm. specifically. And so, um, Jesus was saying, well, how much more will our great God and Father come swiftly, answer swiftly, his elect who cry out to him day and night. Mm -hmm. And then Jesus makes this statement right at the very end here uh, and says in verse 8, I tell you, he's talking about God, I tell you, he will defend and protect and avenge them, the elect, his people, speedily. However, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on the earth? And there's an aspect of this I just want to mention here, and that is this, when the Son of Man comes. So why does he say that? Why does he put that into this uh, parable he's talking about? Why does he say, well, there's the unjust judge, and there's the persistent widow, but then there's my people, and they're calling out to God the Father, and he's going to answer swiftly. He's going to help them. How much more will he do that? But when the Son of Man comes. So what does that have to do with the parable? But when the Son of Man comes. We are taught in the New Testament that when the Son of Man comes, that's Jesus returning to the earth. Yeah. When Jesus returns bodily, physically to the earth, hallelujah, <laughs> the Bible says that He is, God has appointed Him the judge of the living and the dead. Yeah. Mm -hmm. When Jesus comes, judgment comes. Mm -hmm. And, you know, often... We look at things often from uh, like a natural perspective, mm -hmm. you know. We think about all those people that got away with something. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They didn't do something, mm -hmm. and they got away with something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And how, you know, that's so unjust. Look at that person, that tax evader over there, and they got away with it, or whatever it is. They got away. We say all those things, and we think, that person got away with something. But the thing is, is that no one ever gets away with anything. That's all wrong or bad. Mm -hmm. Because every single person will stand before Jesus and give an account. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Every person will. Mm -hmm. No one gets away with anything. Mm -hmm. The thing is, is that people have a, I'm talking about Christians, often will have a short term, natural, this life only perspective. Mm -hmm. 
Look at, look at that person. Look at what they're getting away with. If you were able to fast forward to the end of the end of days mm -hmm. and see as if God would give you this privilege of seeing that person stand before Jesus, you would not be thinking that mm -hmm. which, or saying what you're saying now about that. Mm -hmm. Because nobody gets away with anything. Mm -hmm. You think about those, you, you, we can think of all sorts of types of people that, you know, look at that, that despot ruler who stole from his people and amassed his own fortune and killed people on a whim and then fled the country and was given, uh, you know, safe haven in some, some other country and lived out the rest of his days in luxury. Look at what he got away with. Fast forward to the last day mm -hmm. when that man stands before Jesus and gives an account for his life, mm -hmm. all the things that he's ever done. And he's going to stand before someone who is just, mm -hmm. who sees all things. Mm -hmm. Nothing is hidden from God. No. Nothing is hidden. He sees motives of heart. He sees actions. He sees it all. And all will be laid bare before him on that day. And if you saw that and saw the judgment that comes from Jesus for all of that man's wickedness, if you were able to see that day and you saw that today, you would be praying for that man's soul. Amen. You'd be praying for That's him. Right. God That's right. have mercy mm -hmm. on that man. Amen. Mm -hmm. Come on. Yeah. Because you would see the horror and the terror of what that means to fall into God's hands when you are a sinner. Mm -hmm. After all the mercy that God has given us through Jesus Christ, all the grace that he's given us, the forgiveness of all the wicked things that mankind has ever done, and this one person has repeatedly rejected that and now has to stand in front of God and answer on his own for himself mm -hmm. because he never took advantage of Jesus being the advocate and the lawyer for his sin. Amen. The one who has provided forgiveness for all of that and now has to stand on his own, mm -hmm. representing himself, so to speak, mm -hmm. in front of the judge. And you would look at that situation and compassion would rise up in you. Mm -hmm. You would say, good, he's getting what he deserves. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If you saw what hell was like, if you saw that for what it really is, you would never wish anybody to go Amen. there. Amen. That's right. You would never want any, you would plead and beg that person, please yeah. receive forgiveness for your sins. You do not want to go there. No. Compassion and mercy would rise up within you. And if the body of Christ took this one verse seriously and recognized that the Son of Man is coming, Yes. Mm -hmm. That last day is coming. Mm -hmm. That's right. And all the injustices that we see in the world and those who perpetrate those injustices will stand before Jesus on that last day and give an account for their lives. Mm -hmm. Then the cry of our heart isn't, God, remove that person from office. Look at how wicked they are. Blast them if you have to get them, God. We would never let those words escape That's our lips right. mm -hmm. because we would recognize that person is going to give an account for all of this. They've taken this upon their shoulders. They are in a position of authority. They're leading others astray. They're opening wide the door for sin to rush in. And woe to that man who does yeah. such a thing. Sin comes into the world. Yes, it does. But woe to the man through whom it comes. And look at this person in this place of authority. And because of the law that they have made, sin rushes into a country. And you look at that and you would plead before them, but plead to them and say, please repent for your sin. Please receive forgiveness that yes. comes from Jesus. Please yield your life to him because on that last day, they will give an account for that. 
And the cry of our heart as believers would be a very different cry. Yes, that's right. It would not be, punish that one, God. It yeah. would be, have mercy on that one. Mm-hmm. They do not know what they are doing. Mm-hmm. If they knew what they were doing, they wouldn't do it. That's right. Oh, that's right. Have mercy on them, God. Oh. Help them. Mm-hmm. Open their eyes to see. Mm-hmm. That would be the cry which we would be crying out to God our Father day and night. Yes, yes. You know, every revival has this element where they wake up to the end times being near about the Son of God. Every every one of them. And also that deep and heartfelt repentance, that Mm -hmm. awakening. Mm -hmm. In El Salvador, there was, and you might be thinking, well, we're just a small group of people. El Salvador had a relatively small group of people who began Mm -hmm. to cry out. El Salvador was known globally as the highest murder capital of the world. Mm -hmm. Had huge numbers, like 4,000 murders, or like they're having a murder every hour. That was was the quote. And a small group of people began to cry out for their country. It didn't happen in a day, but it has happened. Mm -hmm. And they had a miracle a year and a half ago Mm -hmm. where the government was overturned. And they had two primary governments, which were... Neither of them were really a good solution, but they didn't pray about removing them. They just prayed about righteousness, about God redeeming their land. Mm -hmm. Just a few, you know, a couple of old ladies and a few other fellows got together and cried out for God. And somehow, and they look at it and they go, we don't know how this happened, but some unknown person, not really well known, gets elected as president. And in a year and a half, They've gone down to whereas at the end of December last year, they were down to only 400 murders in a year, which wow. I mean, that's still, still not. Still, no. But for, from thousands to 400, mm-hmm. because he came in and did what God had instructed him to do. They had someone who would hear from God for the first time in their country. They have a person running the country, 92% favor of the people. Wow. wow. This is unheard of. It's unheard of anywhere. And this is a miracle. This is because a few people, not not thousands, got together and cried out, came to faith that God was Mm -hmm. able to change a land. Wow. Mm -hmm. And he has. And today, El Salvador has a new Mm -hmm. reputation. Amen. This is the hand of God. And and we hear these things and we share them because of this very thing. Jesus is coming back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He is. Mm-hmm. And when he comes, where are you? Mm-hmm. Where am I? Mm-hmm. We need to know with yeah. certainty. And not just, oh, yeah, I'm going to heaven. Not flippant. Mm-hmm. Not, uh, not just a brush off. I was at a mall somewhere. And this looked like a teenage girl or maybe in her early 20s. She had this hoodie on. And I, the, what it said on the hoodie caught my eye and completely grieved me. It said, I'm going to hell because that's where all my friends are. Wow. Yeah. People, Pastor Jason said, we don't understand what hell is. Um, hell is the complete and absolute void of God's love. Like, even people of this world experience uh, God's love on a daily basis because out of love, God made this world for us. 
So when we walk about in this world, we go for a walk in, in a forest or you go down by the ocean or somewhere that you like to go, no matter who you are, you're experiencing God's love on some little level because he made this world for us out of That's his right. love. But when, we, when people go to hell, it is the complete and absolute absence and void of his love. And we, even spiritually, can't really fully comprehend that. Because mm. we've never ever, even, you know, me before I was a born-again Christian, I've never experienced the complete and absolute void of God's love because I've lived in this world which was made from his love. Mm -hmm. That's right. And... Um, that's why what Pastor Jason really preached. <laughs> there is so important mm -hmm. that when we see people that are walking according to this world in, and, and going against the Bible and their social justice causes and all that kind of stuff, when we see that, the cry of our heart, the, the passion of our heart is they need to know Jesus because they don't want to know hell. That's right. They don't want to know hell. Mm. Yeah. Sobering. When God moves in a heart and, and we get that, then in the midst of, in Canada, we had a, a huge uh, protest a year and a half or a year ago with truckers that went to Ottawa. Mm -hmm. But there were some people who had had a vision of Ottawa and people gathering and, and people getting born again. And they'd had that before they even knew about that. They didn't go there with the truck and, and parade around about the government. But they went there. They said, hey, there's people there who might be going to hell. Mm -hmm. And they began to work in those crowds. And they, mm -hmm. they were walking in there. And, and they prayed for people, led people to the Lord because of those reasons. Mm -hmm. So they already had a vision before this. And God had spoken to them yeah. about people gathering there. And so they thought, people are there. Mm -hmm. This is kind of like the vision, Lord, and they pray and they go down there. I think several weekends, yeah. uh, Jacob Walda took him and his friends, went down there and his wife. And they they were just believing God yeah. and talking to people. Yeah. And, and somebody got out of a wheelchair and, mm -hmm. and wonderful things because they heard from God. Yeah, mm -hmm. They weren't up there on a platform waving and yelling and, and uh, cursing and any of those things. They went there because people were going to hell. Yeah. And they wanted to make sure they were going to heaven. Mm -hmm. Amen. Getting things back in the right perspective. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. We can do this. Mm -hmm. We can do this. We can get out of the mess and the confusion if we'll be bold enough to wake up. Mm -hmm. Wake up to ourselves mm -hmm. and say, well, it's time to wake up. Mm -hmm. And you may look around yourself and say, well, I've been sleeping a long time. And hoping someone else would do that. Mm -hmm. Hoping somebody else. I, I, I'm honestly not that great at opening a door to a conversation. But I'm around people. Mm -hmm. uh, my husband's very good at talking to just anybody. Yes. And so he opens the door. And so <laughs> it's a great partnership. My father was like that. He it welcomes you in. <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> and then my wife will pray for you. And, uh, <laughs> and, it, and it's easy. It's easy. Mm -hmm. And and because we care, because we love people. Mm -hmm. And you see how the motive is different. Yeah. The motive of of 
uh, and and now we've got someone who will change. Uh, I, because of my Welsh background, I studied the Welsh revival, and they didn't have have. Uh, that's how I started out, and then I got involved in reading about the others. But they even had to get different mules to carry the 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 coal out of the coal mines, because the lives were so transformed. They used to cuss at their donkeys. And the donkeys wouldn't obey them anymore because they were being kind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a transformed life. Amen. Because God changed that nation. He mm -hmm. changed people's hearts. And then there was change. Yeah. And that's what we're really coming yeah. back to. Mm -hmm. uh, when it comes to protest, we're not saying that, that, that there wasn't a cause. Mm -hmm. We're saying how you approach the cause. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Change comes from the inner heart out. Yeah. We were talking about roots and fruit. Yes. Right? <laughs> fruit and root. And so um, a lot of the, it's not that there isn't bad fruit on some of these trees. Mm -hmm. It's not that there isn't. It's that as long as we continue to, I say we as far and every, include everybody in that statement for we. To keep trying to just pull, you know, the leaves off, pull the fruit off, trying to mm -hmm. chop off branches to stop the tree from bearing bad fruit mm -hmm. we're always going to be doing that yeah. and that's 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 the the effectiveness or lack thereof of many social justice efforts oh this is unjust let's pull that off mm -hmm. the tree this is unjust pull that off the tree but really it's dealing with the root mm -hmm. you got to chop the tree down mm -hmm. and plant a new tree mm -hmm. and that's what what as believers we should be advocating is that hey we recognize, yes, that's bad fruit on that tree. But guess what? Jesus has provided a way for us to have a brand new tree with good fruit on it. Amen. Mm -hmm. Right? Make the tree good and the fruit will be good. That's mm -hmm. what Jesus said. Yeah. In the same way, uh, we're, you're talking about the Welsh revival, right? So one of the things um, that was an effect or a fruit of that revival. So in the revival, God's presence, His holy, just, righteous presence moved on the hearts of people that were calling out to him mm -hmm. and changed their hearts. Yeah. So that tree changed Amen. in them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so some of the fruit of that change of the hearts of the people is that as that revival spread, as the effect of God's presence increased and reached more and more people in, the, in Wales, more and more people had changed hearts. Yeah the tree was changed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so the fruit was the bars closed down. So you didn't have alcoholics, alcoholics that would go home and beat their wives, alcoholics that would waste money. You didn't have that. Mm -hmm. You, they want, people's hearts were changed. Mm -hmm. They want swear and curse and use foul language. So their, their mules and donkeys that were helping pull coal out of the coal mines suddenly didn't recognize what language these people were talking because it's not full of cursing and swearing anymore. And so, but you see, what happened is it wasn't just a matter of let's make a rule to stop cursing and swearing. Mm -hmm. That's right. And, and That's yeah. right. It wasn't yeah. a rule like we need no. to, we need to legislate against having alcoholism and legislate. We need a program against that. Mm -hmm. We need to legislate about a number of bars in our city. We need to set up some sort of program for uh, mm -hmm. women that have been abused by their alcoholic husbands uh, that that is just picking fruit off of the tree. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's not recognized. We're not saying, no, that doesn't exist, that there's no bad fruit. We're saying, yes, there is bad fruit. But what we are saying as Christians should be, 
let's change the tree. Yeah. When Jesus comes into your heart, when Jesus becomes Lord of your life, the tree changes. Mm -hmm. Yes. You change. Yeah. The mm -hmm. tree changes. Come and on. the automatic result is the mm -hmm. fruit is different. Yes. Yes. We saw that in the Welsh revival. Mm -hmm. We've seen that in other revivals mm -hmm. that have mm -hmm. taken place. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. this is the truth that the church should be showing and displaying yes. proudly and Definitely. saying, this is the answer. This is mm -hmm. it right here. Yeah. It's not legislating morality. Mm -hmm. It's changing the hearts of people and not just changing it by the programs and the things that we want to do. It's letting God come in mm -hmm. and change the very nature of who that person is. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. That's what we do as believers. Amen. <laughs> amen. That's amen. what we do. Amen. Um, amen. Oh, amen. <laughs> <laughs> Praise God. God bless you. <laughs>